Welcome to this lovely other episode of My Goodness That Sucked. Shush. To listen. Friendship. Entertainment. Cinema 7. I am your host, Mario B, for this episode. I am taking yet again another detour on this last ride tour towards the last episode. Now, mostly today I'm going to be talking about the Marvel San Diego Comic-Con panel. I'm going to play a clip of Kevin Foggy talking about the phases and what's to come. There's a lot of trailers that were shown at San Diego Comic-Con for Marvel, and there's two shown for DC, which I've mentioned before on a podcast, uh, hyping up San Diego Comic-Con. But before I get into that, there was another trailer that came out called Pearl. It's an A24 movie. Uh, It is a prequel to the movie X. Now, X is wild. I saw X in theaters. It's about a group of people who are trying to make a uh, porno, and they go to this farm. And there's some craziness that happens on the farm. There's this older couple. The older couple's played by two younger people in makeup and special effects the one woman becomes fatuated with the one girl uh she gets really jealous of what's going on that or the older man is uh not very happy about what's going on his property they kill the younger people you watch two old people have sex it's pretty wild uh it's in the vein of like an old 80s 70s slasher movie uh maybe along the lines of like a texas chainsaw massacre so anyway This Pearl movie is the prequel, and it's the same actress who was in this movie. She played two people in X, and now in the prequel, she's playing the older woman but younger. So we get to see all the craziness and the origin of this lady and why she's horny and killing people. And hopefully two older people don't have sex in this uh, prequel movie, Pearl. Probably going to see it just because I saw X and how crazy X was, so I want to see how crazy Pearl's going to be. A24 has kind of taken over. The whole movie scene, in my opinion, ever since I would say Hereditary came out, maybe a little bit before that, they're producing some out there original stuff. It, there's a lot of horror stuff they're they're making. Uh, there's also uh, some dramatic stuff that they're producing as well. So, but I do want to see the Shell movie with the little seashell that has shoes and talks. So Marvel showed a bunch of stuff that's going to be coming. Uh, they showed a Black Panther trailer, which was a beautiful trailer. I think I've, that trailer was more, was all the hype. Um, the music, uh, the imagery, uh, everything looks ten times better and more crisp than everything that I saw in Black Panther 1. Though the Black Panther trailer, the first Black Panther trailer was really good so i mean that that hid the terrible cgi and stuff very well uh it looks good namir is uh prince the submariner 
I guess they're going to rename Atlantis to something different because of the Aztec culture. It looks like it's very present. It's very front and center, which is something I wanted. So I'm very happy about that. Hopefully uh, we get to see it more in depth when we see what the new Atlantis is like. Uh, I don't know who the new Black Panther is. Everyone's taking guesses, but it's probably Shiri, uh, the actress who plays Shiri, uh, notably during the filming of this movie, was highly against COVID and didn't want to wear a mask and all that stuff, and it halted production on this movie. Well, she was one of those people that thought COVID was a hoax and didn't want to wear a mask. It's a whole thing. So uh, hopefully she's learned her lesson. I did see a TikTok video, a TikTok person, TikToker, I don't know what you call them, people that use TikTok that have a following and give their opinions, almost like a podcaster, like something I do, but on TikTok, I guess a TikToker, uh, talking about how it seems like this movie's taking away the identity of a black man or not having a black man prevalent in, in the role of Black Panther or as a major superhero in general. I just think we should be happy that black women are getting representation and they're being supported in the forefront of a major blockbuster. Uh, this movie looks good, and I'm excited. Now, Kevin Foggy did go over that the end of Phase 4 is She-Hulk and Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and he did go over a lot of Phase 5 and all the movies in Phase 5, so I'm going to put the video here of him talking about Phase 5 and going over Phase 6. And we'll uh, come back when he's done. Black Panther's the end of Phase 4. What in the heck is Phase 5? Yo! Oh my god! Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, kicks off Phase 5. We've got, coming to Disney+, Plus, Secret Invasion. Finally, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 comes out in May. We are shooting right now our new series for Disney Plus, Echo, and I can't wait for you to meet all of her characters. We are in production on The Marvels, the sequel to Captain Marvel 2. Loki Season 2 is shooting right now. Blade, starring Mahershala Ali, comes out November 3rd, and we start filming this October. Our series Ironheart is a part of Phase 5, shooting right now turning in her own series, Agatha, Coven of Chaos. And I am very happy to confirm that Sam Wilson will be appearing in the next Captain America film, which is called Captain America New World Order. And rounding out Phase 5, we have a series on Disney+. Plus. This is very special. It is going to be an 18-episode uh, first season. 18 episodes! Yes! Daredevil, Born Again. And starring in that show are two people I hope you've heard of, Mr. Charlie Cox and Vincent Zanotti. The end of Phase 5, July 26, 2024, with this. Thunderbolts 
capping off phase five, and we will go through the team uh, another day. There are many more surprises to come. If you guys wouldn't mind looking ahead a little bit with me to phase six. Oh my god! Oh my god! Phase six, confirming Fantastic Four. Now there's a lot of dates there, and I am not, there'll be plenty of time to have more surprises to take you through everything, but you might want to know how Phase 6 ends. And there are two films that bring Phase 6 to a close. Now, the interesting thing is how much they have lined up already. Uh, it seems like they're cramming a lot of stuff in, and I've heard since the it's hard to work with people from Marvel or through Disney for the CGI and special effects, visual effects. They haven't been that good. People are complaining about it. I think I talked about it a little bit on the detour episode. Apparently I didn't save it in my notes, but I was going to read verbatim of what I saw. And uh, it's difficult to work with Marvel and Disney because of how fast they're trying to push things out and how fast they're making the visual effects artists work. So apparently it's not that great of a time, and they're not paying them that well, too, is what I read. I don't know how accurate that is, though. But I will believe that they are trying to rush them into getting stuff done for a certain date, and it shows with everything that they're trying to put out uh, by the dates that they have chosen for these movies. I think when you give a date like that, you're, you're giving an expectation on something and if you're not exceeding this expectation, uh, you're only doing yourself more harm than good. So naming everything that's coming out like that, I don't know. And, and there's no footage of any of it because it's all in pre-production. You know, there's no images they, they don't show. Uh, at least with Star Wars, they show like them building sets. They show uh, behind-the-scenes stuff uh, like what they did for Andor. Uh, what they did for Obi-Wan concept art. There's nothing for any of this stuff. It's just logos and uh, titles. The titles of the movies. So I don't know if I'm, I'm super excited yet. I'll hold my uh, excitement for when I see footage of these things. I'm sure if I would have been in the same hall as a lot of these people were, or if I was in the panel room listening to all this, I might have been more excited. When I went to Star Wars Celebration, and heard all the stuff coming, like the Boba Fett movie that never happened, and Rogue One when that was announced and they showed the teaser. That was pretty awesome. It was pretty, I was pretty excited. So I, I can imagine if I was in the room, I, I might have been more excited. He did say that Fantastic Four is kicking off Phase 6. Uh, we have to wait two more years for Fantastic Four. I think people are ready for it. Uh, but now we got to wait a little longer. We're still waiting a whole another year for Blade. I'm a little upset about that. You announced it uh, almost three years ago by, at this point, it seems like. Before the pandemic, we're uh, still waiting on it. So I'm a, I'm a little upset about that. Uh, I would really hope that Blade would have been already in production. And then they showed some logo stuff with music for Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, and Secret Wars, that's all fine and dandy, but it, again, it's just music and logos. Uh, there's no outline of the plot. Uh, we don't know what's coming or what's happening. 
Uh, there's no footage, no concept art, no nothing. It's just logos and title font logos. You know, that's, that's all they're showing. And where's the X-Men? There's no X-Men announcement at all. And I know people are ragging on DC from San Diego Comic-Con, which I understand. They only showed two movies. They could have showed Flash stuff. They could have showed Supergirl stuff. They could have Michael Keaton come out in his bat suit. That would have been pretty awesome. I'm sure they have Aquaman footage they could have showed for Aquaman 2, which it was just revealed that Ben Affleck is returning as Batman for Aquaman 2. Uh, that was, uh, apparently, uh, not leaked, but discovered by tourists touring the, the, the lot for WB and they saw Ben Affleck's trailer. That kind of sucks, but, you know, it's kind of cool that they're still going with this Snyderverse Batman. It's good that Ben is getting, uh, some more time to be Batman. But DC did show uh, a new Black Adam trailer. They did show a new Shazam trailer. Black Adam looks okay. I'm just hoping they would have teased more of Black Adam versus Shazam. I I really love Shazam, original Captain Marvel. Uh, I don't know much about his villains other than uh, Mr. Mind, the the worm guy, or Dr. Mind. I, I forget his name. So, I don't know who these villains are that are in this. I don't know if they made it up or if it's in Shazam or in the Captain Marvel comics. Anyway, I'm excited. I love the Shazam family. Uh, and I can't wait for him to clash with Black Adam. I think that's going to be totally awesome. I guess people are also mad that Henry Cavill wasn't announced as Superman. I didn't like Man of Steel, so I don't really care. And the Snyder stains on Twitter seem to be going nuts. Now. I do recognize that Kevin Feige did say things were coming more, so I'm sure they're going to show things at D23, the Disney event. Uh, Star Wars is probably going to show stuff at that event. And same with DC. DC has DC Fandom, so they're probably going to show stuff at DC Fandom. There's probably a lot more in store that we don't know about yet that they're going to show. Now, last episode that I posted, I did mention the Vince McMahon retiring thing and how wrong I think his actions were, and I don't think he should be entirely praised at the moment uh, while this investigation is going on, or the allegations. Um, Now, I will recognize what Vince McMahon did for wrestling, and not only wrestling, but television and pay-per-view. He revolutionized cable television with wrestling, especially live TV. He revolutionized the pay-per-view event and and wrestling as a whole professional wrestling did revolutionize live sports. Now a lot of people are not going to like hearing this, but the Super Bowl wouldn't be what it is today and the th- the theatrics of it wouldn't be what it is today with the halftime show and all that if it wasn't for things like WrestleMania. You can agree or disagree, I, I don't care. Um I, it might be hard to hear for some of you, uh, but like I said, professional wrestling and Vince McMahon did a lot for live sports, it's when, especially when, like I said, with pay-per-view, because if it wasn't for how WWE or WWF, Vince McMahon, revolutionized pay-per-view, uh, you wouldn't have uh, UFC, uh, UFC wouldn't be the way it is, and and 
uh, or presented the way it is. UFC is presented heavily like wrestling used to be. Same with boxing. I think boxing also became more uh, stylized because of wrestling. But, you know, now with the addition of All Elite Wrestling, which uh, was first introduced in 2018 or 2019, I believe, uh, it's been AEW versus WWE. And I know a lot of you don't really watch wrestling, or if you do watch wrestling and you're listening to this, you can stick around. Uh, Anybody else, I guess you can skip to the end. Since Vince McMahon retired, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon are in charge. and they put Triple H in charge of the creative team. Uh, I think also talent relations, which eventually he's going to get back a lot of the talent that left and went to AEW. Now, I think that AEW is a better wrestling product than WWE. If you are the Attitude Era fan, if you are the WCW Era fan, of wrestling, I think you should really check out uh, AEW on TNT and TBS. I think you'll uh, like it a lot more uh, than what WWE has become. Who knows how long it will take for these effects to take place with Vince McMahon gone. Uh, I do think that what Triple H did with NXT, I think we'll carry over to WWE if he is truly going to stay in control, hopefully. Uh, Which, if that's the case, I think AEW needs to really uh, strap up their boots and get ready for a fight. Because if they don't handle some of the sloppy storytelling that they're doing right now, WWE is going to milliwop them across the country. So hopefully uh, AEW picks up the pace. They, They get better they get more intense their stuff is more logical and everybody's selling and everybody's doing their part to make it a better product than what wwe is presenting when they start to go after them because i have to be honest with you i stopped watching wwe a year ago i don't watch it at all i much rather watch aew so i want them to succeed beyond wwe and competition is good i was trying to keep the wrestling stuff short because i know there's not uh, a lot of people are not fans of wrestling uh i am so suck it solar opposites on hulu put out a season three i really love solar opposites it's uh in the same vein as uh rick and morty it's by the same people it's the same type of humor so if you love rick and morty i think you'll love solar opposites you gotta check it out on hulu Season 3 is pretty good. I still think the first season is probably the best, but anything with the wall is uh, always a, uh, a really good episode for Solar Opposites. Uh, I was gonna, I downloaded that uh, As Dusk Falls game. I realized it's not a lot of moving parts or cutscenes. It's mostly uh, just pictures and, and them kind of uh, put together. I, I'm not a fan of that, so I uninstalled it. I've been playing Metaverses. Uh, it's basically a Smash clone with all the WB characters. Of course, I had to unlock Steven and Garnet from Steven Universe right away. Bugs Bunny's my guy. I unlocked him too. Uh, so far, it's so good. Uh, the It's a lot more... There's not a lot of room for you to uh, edge hug or 
to uh, stand off into the distance and let everyone else fight. It seems very heavily... Uh, it seems like you really have to get involved into the fight, unlike Smash sometimes, where you can sit on the edge and shoot projectiles. But uh, so far, I really like it. I think the more I play it, the more I'll get used to it. I've been playing the Guardians of the Galaxy game. I really like that game. I'm stuck on one part, but I have to get unstuck. Uh, I have also been playing Mario Strikers. I love the first one for the GameCube. This one's pretty good. I, I still have to get used to it. It doesn't have a lot of characters, which uh, is really upsetting to me. But uh, I'm going to continue to play it and try to get better. I should have mentioned this earlier, but uh, I, I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, the D&D movie trailer dropped, and I did say a couple episodes ago how I thought it looked really good. Uh, John Kenoki actually sent me this uh, thing from Reddit. It said, why the D&D movie will flop at the box office. And it said, no matter how many of your fellow D&D friends you invite to go to this movie, all of them are going to cancel at the last minute. Very true statement. I thought that was funny. I thought I should mention that, that joke. Okay. I also wanted to mention, I think I came off a little harsh last episode talking about not being able to get my friends onto the podcast. They're very busy people. I didn't mean it in a negative way. It's just hard to get them to uh, collaborate and uh, put in some, some input on an episode. So I, I didn't mean it in, in a harsh, negative way. I wasn't trying to talk bad about them. Uh, obviously because I, I want them to do the last episode with me. They're the, they've been the co-host of Simmons 7 since the beginning. Uh, so I don't know, you know, maybe I will say something bad about Josh Haddix. I tried to get him on. He hasn't answered me back I'm trying to do an episode with him. That jerk. But I want to apologize to John and Chris Hawk. I've been ending these episodes with self-love and self-care, uh, motivation as you all know. And for this one, I want to talk about being more confident because I struggle with confidence, uh, especially my self-confidence uh, in various ways in, in any situation. Uh, I have friends that struggle with self-confidence as well, uh, but I, I was looking up ways to be more self-confident and there are some things that stuck out at me that I, when I looked it up. Uh, you have to do your best to accept yourself just as you are in the present you have to venture outside your comfort zone more you have to do more things to that you're not used to things that are probably you're going to be scared to do because of anxiety but the more you do it and the more you step outside that comfort zone uh the more you'll have the confidence to do these things you have to start making lists about what you feel good about yourself and the and the good qualities that you appreciate about your personality you have to practice uh Body language, uh, adopting confident body language. Stand straight up, keep your head up, don't look down all the time, M maintain eye contact. You have to set goals for yourself, which I talked about on the last episode. Uh, especially if you're going to therapy, you gotta set goals at every aspect of your life. Take one day at a time. Remember that uh, you have to accomplish each goal at a time, slowly until you get into a rhythm to where you can you can start accomplishing the things you want to achieve at a much more comfortable pace talk to yourself positively reassure yourself and like all things this is this is practice like working out it's learning to 
treat yourself better and to walk into situations knowing that you know your stuff, that you are confident in who you are and that no one can take you down. You know your self-worth and you're not going to put up with BS or anybody uh, taking advantage of you. That is it for this episode. Remember to be kind to one another. Treat each other with respect. Stay with us until the last episode on this giant last ride tour. I appreciate everyone listening. I appreciate everyone staying to the end if you did. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for watching with us. And thank you for exploring with us. Peace out. to this debate about whether a hot dog is a sandwich? Never! True.